We celebrate today the 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our celebrant is Father Daniel. He is assisted by Deacon Brian. We are mindful to check our cell phones that they're on silent or off. The readings from Mass can be found in the Missalette if you wish to follow along. Page 55, the 32nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our opening hymn can be found in the Red Hymn Book, number 584, Christ Be Our Light, number 584. Please stand as we begin this great celebration.
in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit bear with you all and with your spirit. The book of the Psalms, Psalm 100, the word of God tells us, I will enter his gate with songs of praise. I will enter his sanctuary with thanksgiving. We gather as one family of St. Peter, here before the throne of mercy of God our Father, to praise, to worship him, and also to give him thanks for the many blessings we have received in the week, and also to ask for mercy and pardon. As we come before him, we recognize that we are sinners in need of God's mercy and strength. And so we bow our heads and ask for the gift of love and kindness. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, what I have done what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask Blessed Mary of the Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to life everlasting. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth it is to be above the We praise you, we bless you, we
reading Almighty and merciful God, graciously keep from us all adversaries, so that unhindered in mind and body our life, we may pursue in freedom of heart the things that are yours. For our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. reading from the first book of Kings. In those days, Elijah the prophet went to Zarephath. As he arrived at the entrance of the city, a widow was gathering sticks there. He called out to her, please bring me a small cup full of water to drink. She left to get it and he called after her, please bring along a bit of bread. She answered, As the Lord your God lives, I have nothing baked. There is only a handful of flour in my jar and a little oil in my jug. Just now, I was collecting a couple of sticks to go in and prepare something for myself and my son. When we have eaten it, we shall die. Elijah said to her, do not be afraid. Go and do as you propose. But first, make me a little cake and bring it to me. Then you can prepare something for yourself and your son. For the Lord, the God of Israel says, the jar of flour shall not go empty, nor the jug of oil run dry until the day when the Lord sends rain upon the earth. She left and did as Eliza had said, Elijah had said, she was able to eat for a year, and he and her son as well. The jar of flour did not go empty, nor the jug of oil run dry, as the Lord had foretold through Elijah. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Christ did not enter into a sanctuary made by hands, a copy of the true one, but heaven itself, that he might now appear before God on our behalf. Not that he might offer himself repeatedly as the high priest enters each year into the sanctuary with blood that is not his own. If that were so, he would have had to suffer repeatedly from the foundation of the world. But now, once for all, he has appeared at the end of the ages to take away sin by his sacrifice. Just as it is appointed that human beings die once, after this the judgment, so also Christ, offered once to take away the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to take away sin, but to bring salvation to those who eagerly await him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. In the course of his teaching, Jesus said to the crowds, Beware of the scribes who like to go around in long robes and accept greetings in the marketplaces, seats of honor in synagogues, and places of honor in banquets. They devour the houses of widows and, as a pretext, recite lengthy prayers. They will receive a very severe condemnation. He sat down opposite the treasury and observed how the crowd put money into the treasury. Many rich people put in large sums. A poor widow also came and put in two small coins worth a few cents. Calling his disciples to himself, he said to them, 
Amen. I say to you, this poor widow put in more than all the other con contributors to the treasury. For they have all contributed from their surplus wealth, but she, from her poverty, has contributed all she had, her whole livelihood. The Gospel of the Lord. How many of you have seen this much talked about movie on Netflix, Squid Game? How many of you have seen the Squid Game? At least I have one. Any other person? Oh, yeah. So, Squid Game is a South Korean drama series released on Netflix on the 17th of sep September this year, 2021. And this movie cost about $21.4 million for the budget. It's the most talked about, you know, the biggest series that Netflix has ever produced. And as of October, about 111 million persons have watched this movie. 111 million persons have seen it. And what is this Squid Game all about? It is about 456 persons, individuals, who have messed up, you know, who are messed up in various ways of their lives and who were in a huge financial debt, huge financial mess. And so they were given anonymous invitation to an isolated island, and also they were offered a lifeline opportunity, a playing children's game, so they can win so much money for themselves. And the prize money for the winner is about uh, $38.6 million. But the thing is this, only one person out of the 456 will win the prize money. The others are losers had to pay the ultimate price, which is giving their lives, they will die. And what is most interesting about this is when these 456 persons have been made aware of the ultimate price to pay, they accepted to play the game. So it means they killed each other, they betrayed one another, they even set up plans for each one to fail so that only one person will win this ultimate prize. So it is about this huge amount of money. And as we hear often, the love of money is the root of most of the evil in our time and society. And many of us following it have lost their lives, even spiritually and physically or mentally or otherwise. So Squid Game is about the survival of the fittest. 
It is about the misfirst of others. It is about man's inhumanity to each other. It is about also lack of respect to human life. So the most disturbing and alarming thing about it, which many people are agitating that children should not say it, which unfortunately it is also the game of life every day in our society, is all of these things that I've mentioned. The disregard for life, man's inhumanity, misfirst of others. So we are also caught up in this game of life, just like we see in the squid game. That survival instinct in us to succeed, to be promoted, to make it in life, even when it means to trample on others, is what we see in this squid game. But against the survival instinct that we find in squid game, is the instinct of total self-giving that we find in today's reading. Two women, two widows, who offer themselves totally for the good of others without counting the cost. In the first reading from the book of the Kings, 17, we heard about the Zarephite widow who had nothing left except the last meal she had to share with her son. But we also see in her the total trust and faith in God, that God will always provide. If you read the book of Genesis chapter 22, God will always provide. The Genesis 22 is about the Abrahamic sacrifice when Abraham did not know where the lamb or what to use for the sacrifice. The angel told him, God will always provide. So this woman, out of that faith, gave the last meal to the prophet with the faith that God will provide. And like the prophet told him, do not be afraid. The jar of flour, of meal, will not be empty, and the jug of oil will never dry. The rest we know, and this woman, you know, was rewarded and replenished for her faith in God. The prophecy of Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1 to 3, tells us the same. Be not afraid. I have called you by my name. If you are to go through the waters of life, the rivers will not overwhelm you. Even if we are to go through fire, we will not be consumed. That is the promise of God himself. And the promises of God, as we know, is yes and amen. It does not change. The psalm for this man says in verse, the first stanza, he keeps faith forever. The shortest psalm, Psalm 117. The steadfastness of the Lord endures forever. It stays forever. That is why Paul, in his second letter to Corinthians, says that the promises of the Lord are yes and amen. So he keeps faith forever. And that is why our souls are here to praise him for his faithfulness endures forever. He continues to give us the gift of himself, the perfect gift we can ever imagine. The same in the gospel we hear of this widow who gave everything she had, the last two coins. That gospel can be looked at in two ways. 
but today we want to just look at one. The first one you might want to know is um, how the society then, and even the society now, expecting this poor widow who had nothing to still be contributing to the upkeep of the temple. Jerusalem, as we know at that time, is a famous city and the center of economic gathering. So they had much more than they needed from this poor widow. But as you heard, the scribes and the scholars of the law, they sit and they want to be greeted, so they so greedy to take everything from the poor widows and the orphans. In the same way, our society is constructed and structured in a way that those who do not even have, the little they have is taken away from them to enrich some particular group of people, and it's quite unfortunate. But that is not what we are discussing. We are looking at the selflessness of this poor widow who put in her last two coins. The same faith that God will always provide for her. The scripture did not go on to mention the reward she received. But of course we know if the faithfulness of the Lord endures forever, then she received her reward. We have been given so many gifts in life. St. Paul will say in his first letter to Corinthians chapter 4, what have you that you did not receive? And James will say, all good gifts around us, they are sent from heaven above. And for that, we praise the Lord with our whole souls. So what Mark is doing today is a continuation of the last Sunday, the Shema, to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. That is, to love him with everything you have. That is why Jesus praised this woman, because others gave quantitatively from their surplus, but this woman qualitatively gave everything that is out of love. So it's not so much about the how much we put in, but the love, the heart with which we give. And for that, this woman was so much praised for the love she expressed to put in everything. We gather today before the Lord, first of all, to recognize the perfect gift of Christ himself. In the second reading, Christ who gave everything there on the cross for your sake and for my sake. The psalm again picks up. He gives justice to those who are oppressed. He gives food to those who are hungry. He protects the orphans and widows, the Lord who set prisoners free. So God always provides for us in Christ Jesus. We gather today to give him thanks for the gift of himself, but also to reflect on the ways he is calling us like these two women to give of ourselves to others. What is my two coins? What is my jar of oil and my jug of meal, of flour? What can I offer him? The perfect offering we have and we can offer, the gift of Christ himself. On the other side, we gather every Sunday or anywhere, and like announced, there will be second collections and also offerings that we bring to the church. When we gather to bring our offerings here before the Lord, 
we bring in all our labors, all our effort, all our gift, our talent, time, and energy. That is what we are bringing to be consecrated before the Lord so that a humbled, contrite heart that is offering the sweat of my labor, the hours that I put in at work, is what the Lord is taking up. So I am giving him back what he has given to me so that I am participating actively in the sacrifice of Christ himself. That is one. The second one is the gift of myself. How do I share it with others? I'm just going to summarize it with three T's. The gift of time, the gift of talent, and the gift of treasure. We live in a time that many people, all of us, we are so busy to set out time to think about some of our brothers and sisters who might be going through hard times. You hear every day about the statistic of people who are suffering from mental illness. And most of these mental illness are, you can use what in psychology we call predictors. And predictors has to do with when people are going through depression, anxiety, and stress of life. So how much time do I set out to check on other people, family members, relatives, or even anyone who lives in my neighborhood? That is the gift of my time that I can offer. Do I need to tell you to also research the number of suicide going on? But our time and ourselves, we can reach out to these brothers and sisters who are going through life trials and challenges the same applies to the gift of talent that we have. So we can use it to build the community and the world. And of course, the gift of treasure. We have so many uh, charities here in the parish and also in the diocese and anywhere that we can contribute with the gift of our treasure so we can make the world a whole new place. As we come before the Lord today, we open up our hearts and ask him, thanking him for the gift we have received and asking him also for the gift more so we can share with others. In that way, we are putting in our last two coins, the jug of oil and the jug of flour. We never be finished. May God bless his words in our hearts always through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. May we now stand to profess our faith. I believe in one God. Pontius Pilate, 
He ascended into heaven, seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have none. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the God of life, who proceed from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiping glory of God, who has spoken to the Father. I believe in one holy Catholic apostolic church. I confess from baptism for the forgiveness of sin. Let us now join our hearts and voices in prayer to our Heavenly Father for all our brothers and sisters in Christ. And our response will be, Lord, hear our prayer. For our bishops, priests, deacons, and ministers, that the word of the Lord may be glorified through their ministry and that they may be delivered from, from the perverse and the wicked, we pray to the Lord. Hear us. For all nations and peoples, all churches and communities, that they may be dedicated to their work of peace and justice and the elimination of oppression and persecution from our world, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all veterans, in thanksgiving for their service to our country and that God will bless them with his gift of peace, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all who have suffered the loss of a child, that Christ may be their support, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That through the intercession of Our Lady of Prompt Succor, we will be spared further damage to life and property during this hurricane season, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For all whose names are listed on the table of remembrance, we pray to the Lord. Lord, and for the special intentions for all St. Peter's par parishioners for whom this Mass is offered, we pray to the Lord. Lord Together, let's say our family prayer. Loving, Loving and faithful, and faithful God, God, through the years the people of our Archdiocese have appreciated the prayers and the love of Our Lady of Prompt Succor in times of war, disaster, epidemic, and illness. We come to you, Father, with Mary, our mother, and ask you to help us in the battle of today against violence, murder, and racism. We implore you to give us your wisdom that we may build a community founded on the values of Jesus, which gives respect to the life and dignity of all. Bless parents that they may form their children in faith, Bless and protect our youth, that they may be peacemakers of our time. Give consolation to those who have lost loved ones through violence. Hear our prayer and give us perseverance to be a voice for life and human dignity in our community. We ask this through Christ our Lord, our Lady of Prompt Succor, hasten to help us, Mother Henriette de Lille, pray for us that we may be a holy family. Amen. Please be seated. Please join in singing the cry of the poor in your red hymnal number 46. Mm -hmm. 
number 46.
my dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Father Almighty. Look with favor, we pray, O Lord, upon the sacrificial gift offered here, that celebrating a mess with the passion of your Son, we may honor it with loving devotion through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation. Always and everywhere to give your thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through his Paschal mystery, he accomplished the marvelous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called our chosen race, our royal priesthood, our holy nation, our people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and angels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we are clear. To you, therefore, most merciful Father, we make humble prayer and petition through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, that you accept and bless these gifts, these offerings, these holy and unblemished sacrifices, 
which we offer you firstly for your holy Catholic Church, be pleased to grant her peace to God, unite and govern her throughout the whole world, together with your servant Francis, our Pope, and Gregory, our Bishop, and all those who holding on to the truth, hand on the Catholic and apostolic faith. Remember, Lord, your servants. And all gathered here, whose faith and devotion are known to you. For them we offer you this sacrifice of praise, or they offer it for themselves and all who are dear to them, for the redemption of their souls in hope of health and well-being, and paying their homage to you, the eternal God, living and true. In communion with those whose memory we venerate, especially the glorious ever Virgin Mary, Mother of our God and Lord Jesus Christ, Blessed Joseph, her spouse, you blessed apostles and martyrs, Peter and Paul, Andrew, James, John, Thomas, James, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Simon, and Jude, Linus, Clerus, Clement, Sextus, Cornelius, Cyprian, Lawrence, Christogonus, John and Paul, Cosmos, and Damien, and all your saints. We ask that through their merits and prayers in all things, we may be defended by your protecting help, through Christ our Lord. Therefore, Lord, we pray, graciously accept this oblation of our service, that of your whole family, order our days in your peace, and command that we be delivered from eternal damnation encountered among the flock of those you have chosen. Be pleased, O God, we pray, to bless, acknowledge, and approve this offering in every respect. Make it spiritual and acceptable so that it may become for us the body and blood of your most beloved Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. On the day before he was to suffer, he took bread in his holy and venerable hands, and with eyes raised to heaven, to you, O God, his almighty Father, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took this precious chalice in his holy and venerable hands. And once more giving you thanks, he said the blessing, gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many 
for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of Therefore, O God, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed person, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ, your Son, our Lord, we, your servants, and your holy people, offer to your glorious majesty from the gift you've given us, this pure victim, this holy victim, this spotless victim, the holy bread of eternal life, and the chalice of everlasting salvation. Be pleased to look upon these offerings with a serene and kindly countenance and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gift of your servant, Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham, our father in faith, and the offering of your high priest, Melchizedek, a holy sacrifice, a spotless victim. In humble prayer we ask your mighty God, command that this gift be borne by the hands of your holy angels to your altar on high in the sight of your divine majesty, so that all of us who through this participation at the altar receive the most holy body and blood of your Son may be filled with every grace and heavenly blessing through Christ our Lord. Remember us, the Lord, your servants, who have gone before us with a sign of faith and rest in the sleep of peace, especially those in our book of remembrance. Grant them, O Lord, we pray, and all who sleep in Christ, a place of refreshment, light, and peace. To us also, your servants, who, though sinners, hope in your abundant mercies, graciously grant some share and fellowship with your holy apostles and martyrs, with John the Baptist, Stephen, Matthias, Barnabas, Ignatius, Alexander, Marcellinus, Peter, Felicity, Perpetua, Agatha, Lucy, Agnes, Cecilia, and Anastasia, and all your saints. Admit us, we beseech you, into the accompanying, not weighing our merits, but granting us your pardon through Christ our Lord, through whom you continue to make all these good things, O Lord. You sanctify them, bless them, fill them with life, and bestow them upon us. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, 
in the unity of the Holy Spirit. All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. I deserve your command and formed by the behind the same way that was said. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress. As we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, you say to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. With your Let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. peace.
Behold him, Jesus, the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, not worthy that this is the
our song of praise in the red hymn book, number 36, Shepherd Me, O God, in the red hymn book, number 36.
O sacrament most holy. O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all Let us pray. Nourished by this sacred gift, O Lord, we give you thanks and beseech your mercy, that by the pouring forth of your spirit, the grace of integrity may endure, in those your heavenly power has entered. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, for the rest of us, you sit. All veterans, please remain standing as we pray for you, thanking you for the gift of your service and for those currently serving, also thanking them for uh, their continued service. The rest of us, please stretch forth your hands as we pray for these, our brothers and sisters who served and who continue to serve the country. Gracious and loving Father, bless our veterans and all who serve our nation, defending our freedom. For those who bravely gave their lives, grant them eternal rest. For those who are serving, give them courage. For those who served, we offer our gratitude. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. May we put our hands together for them, please. Thank you, Dickie Brian, for your service to the auto service. Thank you so much. The lectors, the choir, uh, the extraordinary ministers of the Eucharist and the ushers. We thank you all for the gift of yourself in promoting the mission of Christ here in St. Peter's. May we now all stand to conclude our prayers. The Lord be with you. Bow your heads for God's blessing. May the Lord bless and keep you. Amen. May he let his face shine upon you and show you his mercy. Amen. And may he turn his countenance towards you and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. Very blessing of Almighty God, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit come down upon you 
and remain with you forever. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Thanks be to God. Saint Michael, the Archangel, defend us in battle. against the wickedness and sins of the May God rebuke him with hunger and prayer, and do thou, Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell, Satan, and all evil spirits who prowls about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Our closing, America the Beautiful, in the Red Hymn Book, number 996. <laughs> 